Assalamu alaikum guys and welcome back to the second episode of Yours Truly. The last episode we did was about self-discovery and piety and that was quite a while ago now. It I'm was not, I'm in, not too good at this, am I? It was in October. <laughs> I'm trying to get the hang of this, guys. I've had tons of messages from you guys asking when the next episode is. And I'm really pleased to say, alhamdulillah, wallah mubarak, that um, a lot of you guys loved the last episode and I got so much positive. I got, I mean, all the feedback I got, alhamdulillah, was positive. And a lot of you guys could relate, which I wasn't expecting. I didn't think a lot of people would be able to relate to it as much as you guys did. So yeah, alhamdulillah, I'm glad you guys liked the episode. Um, so today's episode is going to be about self-care, as it's something that... I think goes quite well with the last episode and I think judging by the feedback that I got it's something that you guys would also be interested in listening to yeah yeah I'm looking forward to it I see you've made a lot of notes (laughs) just so I don't lose my my train of thought I tend to go in and out of different things don't I okay so what's the first thing on your list just explaining what self-care is go on then so self-care is Actions you perform to take care of your physical, emotional, and mental needs. So it's like when you love something, you have a way of showing that you love that thing. Whether it's looking after your children, for example, you clothe them, you bathe them, you feed them. If you have animals, you do the same. You feed them, you make sure they're able to go out and do their business. Um, You do things for your partner because you love them. And it's all about taking care of your own self as well and making sure that the effort that you put in others, you're putting back into yourself. So would you say that... Would you say that if you don't look after yourself, then you're not, you don't love yourself? Is that, is that a valid statement? Uh, hmm. Yeah, but, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, to be honest. For example, like, there's a lot of things, for example, like hygiene, right? Or looking, you know, uh, self-grooming, or dressing nicely um are these things that i think they come into it It, there's a huge play but but at the same time when it comes to stuff like hygiene i don't think it necessarily means you totally don't love yourself but it may just be you're having a down period in your life Mm. where you just physically don't have the energy or the strength to get up and do the things that you normally would but i do believe that if somebody if one loved oneself enough you would put in the effort just like you do to make sure you eat to survive or drink water Mm. do you know what i mean so where does loving oneself come in the eyes of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so if you were to for example a lot of people pay attention to their their selves and their appearance and their Mm self-care but their intention is to impress other people right yeah so then when that sort of when there's a disinterest in impressing others mm-hmm. and you're having a low day or a low period of your life mm-hmm. then do you think that maybe doing it for the sake of Allah is more fulfilling and more motivating definitely of course it ties back into what i said the last episode the last episode i sort of briefly said that um looking after yourself is a form of ibadah because at the end of the day the bodies that we have the sound wine that we have, it's all a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and surely looking after it and preserving it and making it, 
not making it, but keeping it to its best form or trying to exceed in certain things when it comes to your phys- your physical state, maybe getting healthier, getting stronger, getting more intelligent, um, is something that's good. I think it's definitely an act of ibadah. If you make it for the intention that you're doing it to preserve what Allah has given you as a gift, it's a blessing because some people don't have sound mind some people don't have a full body that works like yani the limbs and the arms or whatever do you know what i mean so alhamdulillah everything is a blessing and we should look after it so what have, what have been like the biggest challenges for you in keeping um keeping it consistent especially when <sighs> especially when, yeah but not just that like especially when you know i suppose you have you have to put yourself aside for a lot of, you know mm. for, for your husband for your for your kid yeah for your house yeah i think i think every woman is different and every person is different um i've seen women that allah can do all of those things and also still keep up with the way they were with themselves before they became a mother or a wife let me pause you there yeah where are you seeing these people (laughs) i knew you were gonna say it's true okay yeah i see your point i guess so I'll, I'll jump in here because the biggest issue with with self-care is mm. the standard that we set ourselves, which yeah, is do often... Do you think the bar is really high? Yeah, which is often influenced by, in this day and age, social uh, media, social media yeah. and the internet, right? I mean, the highest levels of teenage depression at the moment... Yeah, uh, is because of self-image. It's because of self-image, yeah. social media. And that, that started a long time ago when it was TV shows and reality shows. Mm. But now every time you pick up your phone, there's a reality show. And there's mothers that are showing off, not showing off, but displaying something that isn't necessarily real. Or showing a, off the picture-perfect life. Yeah, showing a highlight reel, show, showing a certain frame of, of a life, yeah. certain you know snapshot of something. Same with everybody. Everybody's showing their best side which leads you to think that everybody's got it together when in reality no one really does because mm. if you were to objectively look at you know and it's no shame in saying so if you were to objectively look at your instagram or my instagram or, yeah. or whatever whoever's yeah, facebook we don't or whatever show the downs. it's not that yeah exactly we naturally nobody really shows the downs and anyone mm. who does is a bit jarring it's a bit like oh that's a bit too much information i don't need to know that yeah um so yeah it's I think identifying what realistically is your standard mm. should be the first and foremost. Mm. And setting your intention first and foremost for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uh, desire for you to do good is everlasting. It's not like your own motivation which wanes, is up and down or looking yeah, good for I others which wanes and is agree. up and down. Yeah, I agree with that because when I've... When I've had moments where I've sort of maybe neglected myself a little bit, I will remind myself and tell myself, you know, make it for Allah instead of for yourself. Because like you said, if it's for myself, then there's going to be days where I'm going to be like, I don't really care what I look like today. But if I make it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then like you said, the motivation is infinite. It won't ever end. And Allah loves beauty. So that's something to always try and work towards and Mm. try and, uh, yeah, better... But at the same time, at the same time, on a scale of things that are, Allah knows best, but on a scale of things that Allah wants from us, mm. looking after ourselves like that, like self-care, whether that's physic, you know, physically sort of, you know, cleanliness, whatever it is, all these sort of aspects of self-care, 
they generally they're secondary after you know traditional ibadah in the sense of prayer and dhikr and reading the Quran yeah, but and all stuff. All of those so things this, are added into spiritual self care. Yeah, so this is what this is what I was going to say is that mm. the physical side of self care can't function effectively without the spiritual side being yeah, in order it all, first. Yeah, it all comes together. It's like a puzzle. Because you can't necessarily say you're having a down day, right? You can't necessarily say to yourself, "Oh, actually, I'm going to go and sort, you know, go and spruce myself up because Allah would want me to." When actually your spiritual side is so neglected that you're not going to be able to justify it. You're not going to be able to say to yourself, "Oh, no, no, I should spru- I should uh, spruce myself up or go and, you know, look after myself because Allah would want that for me." Well, actually, there's other things that need to be there first for you to have the thought about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So your dhikr needs to be in place, your ibadah needs to be in place, your spirituality needs to be in place before you can even start thinking about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would want in terms of your um, physical representation. Mm. I think when it comes to self-care, like it's, it's all about communicating with your soul and saying, hey, what do you need right now? And that could be your soul and your body. And actually... For actually, like continuing with um, the actions that you you need to take that need to be taken place, the actions that need to take place. So doing it, like not just saying, "Oh, I need to do this," or "Yes, you know what?" Like you said, uh, "I need to start doing my dhikr every morning and every night." Actually doing it and fulfilling those um, aims and goals. And obviously, self care is different for everyone, and it changes with moods and situations. Um, but it is a way of helping you figure out a step-by-step plan on what to do when you're sick, tired, stressed out, maybe anxious and like all of the emotions in between. And the like something that I've also come to realize as well is when you take care of yourself, be it physical, spiritually, emotionally, and I'm going to get into the different types of self-care later, it helps and stops the spiral of destructive emotions because it gives you something to focus on when you're starting to break down and you know how to get yourself back up to feeling better. I mean, I know like when I've had my down days, if I haven't, if I'm also neglecting myself in certain areas, it just makes it even worse because you just go into a down spiral of feeling horrible all over and there's nothing, you can't really see the highlight, if that makes sense, or feel you can't feel good, you don't feel healthy, you don't feel happy, you just feel all round gross. Do you know what I mean? I think what's also a problem is that we expect too much of ourselves in the sense that we expect to have yeah. a streak of... We expect us to start something and always have it. For example, like, we'll yeah, start really a habit. Yeah, we'll start something like, okay, I'm going to start, I don't know, whatever, I don't know, brushing my hair every day, whatever it is. <laughs> Do you understand? Anything, anything. It could yeah. be anything, right? For your, for your own self. Obviously, I'm not very good at what you women would do. But... <laughs> You know, fill it, fill, fill in the blank with whatever, right? Mm. I'm going to start doing whatever every single day, right? And then you do it for the first two days, three days, and then you fall off one day, and, and then you, you think, then you think, oh, I've fallen off now. I might as well just give up, mm. right? When actually that's not what it's about. It's about you will always fall, you will always slip, you will always forget, you will always have a moment of giving up. You will always have that. Yeah, that's my biggest that, issue. Is that shouldn't be. It's not about cons- no, but this is it. Consistency isn't real in the sense that. It's not about uh, a winning streak of this is the first day of forever and I'm going to carry on doing this every single day. Because the moment you stop, the moment you slip or something happens that you're not able to, then suddenly, oh, everything's out of the window. There's no point in me doing this anymore. That's not it. If you miss a day, 
then you get up the next day. Like it's not you've got not you've got nothing to prove to anyone but yourself. Mm. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be uh, like a tally or like I have to do it every single day. The moment I miss a day, it's over. It should just be whenever you know whenever you can and whenever you do, just pick yourself back up again because it's those little sort of minuscule movements towards good that eventually snowball into like an avalanche into a huge change in your life that's one thing i learned from one of the books i read was that making huge changes isn't what changes someone rarely can huge changes be enacted it's about the tiny little things that we do every single day um, that slowly transform us into a a different person and a better person years down the line. Mm. So it's about picking yourself up and constantly, constantly, whenever you you fall, just naturally just fall back into it. Go back into it. Try again. It's not about the winning streak. Mm. Um, I think I'm just going to go into like the different types of self-care just so people can get an idea of the different types of self-care they are. Because I think, especially nowadays with like social media, self-care kind of is kind of just portrayed as just a face mask and a bath and that's it that's self-care when really it's much more deeper than that so i'm going to just read out the different types of self-care so there's physical self-care and physical self-care is um probably the self-care that you're most familiar with it means getting enough food enough water sleep and physical activity so things that you do in your day-to-day life that you'd obviously like i said food and water you'd need to survive um physical self-care means not negating your physical needs it's not about green smoothies spa days yoga and pedicures it's much more than that and it's about looking after your body and taking care of it and giving it the needs fulfilling sorry the needs that your body has and demands and then there is emotional self-care so how you deal with your feelings says a lot about how much you love yourself having the ability to deal with your emotions in a healthy way is crucial to your happiness and the quality of your life and I think a lot of us struggle with this and I'm somebody who struggles this myself is um, dealing with my emotions in a healthy manner and knowing how to filter out the negative thoughts or um, self-criticism we can be our worst enemies ladies so learn to speak gently to yourself be kinder to yourself be more understanding um, so yeah, emotional self-care is about reacting to your emotions in a healthy way and having good coping mechanisms and cultivating emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is key if you want to live a happy, healthy life. Um, so it just basically means being aware of what you're feeling, when you're feeling it, and the ability to cope with that emotion and also express it in a healthy way. So not lashing out or erratic behavior, but expressing it in a healthy way um and learning to be gentle with yourself and your feelings really so sorry guys i need to keep taking deep breaths (laughs) (laughs) and then the next one is personal self-care so one of the side effects of not loving who you are or not loving yourself is not knowing who you are and we sort of spoke about this in the last episode of not really knowing who you are and where you fit And a branch from that tree can be not loving yourself because you're not sure of who you are. So you're so tied up with other people's um, feelings about you, what they think about you, their opinions, and you tend to end up moulding yourself 
to make people happy. You become who your partner wants you to be, who your friends want you to be, who your parents or family want you to be, who society tells you you should be. And you you tend to get lost in between all those expectations. Um, so yeah, that's something that I, again, myself can relate to. And I think it's really important when it comes to self-care and looking after yourself. It's not, like I said, just about a face mask, but it's about truly learning who you are accepting who you are and not really changing yourself to please other people but being comfortable in your own skin and taking care of yourself and knowing what you need not what you're being told you need so yeah personal self-care is about discovering that true self it's about letting go of things that you thought that you were sorry taught to believe uh, and finding your own path in terms of like who you are now when I say taught to believe I'm not talking about religion but I'm talking about for example maybe um can you give me an example maybe like in for example certain maybe you grew up in a in a toxic environment and you were constantly told that you weren't intelligent enough or beautiful enough or maybe you weren't tall enough or thin enough or or thick enough or whatever Uh, these things happen and to be honest most of the time it's our own family members who tend to criticize us the most about our appearances or about our intellect or about how we are and our personalities so push out the negative thoughts and start fresh and start to discover who you are not what people have told you you are but who you truly are because nobody knows you like yourself so that is personal self-care and then there's social self-care so this obviously can be divided because you have introverts and extroverts or you have people who are somewhere in between what would you say you are oh oh uh i was very extroverted in the past really yeah i think i definitely was i do not picture that at all yeah i'm sort of in between i'm more of an introvert but i have bursts of or moments where i'm like i really want to be out and do bits no you're way more than me you want see this is it you're I want to do things, but I never, you're, I never follow you're through. An, you're an introvert. Yeah. That wants to be out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? I want to do things, but I, I never, and I'm, I never do. I'm out there, but I, I don't want to be. <laughs> do you understand? Like, yeah. And it's a nature, like it's, it's, it's a strange nature because I don't want to be, you know, out there dealing with people and all the time, mm. but I have to. Mm. And I, there's nothing more than more I want than to just stay at home. <laughs> do you understand? But yeah, you've but got I think the choice because to... I'm at home most of the time. Yeah. When I do get a moment where I feel like, oh, you know, I could meet up with someone to do something, I do want to do it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like I said to you, most of the time I end up falling through and not doing it, which is something I need to change, inshallah. Um. So yeah, social self care is about analyzing, um, analyzing. Uh, and identifying what suits you and what works for you so for example who you surround yourself with who has a huge impact on you and how do they make you feel about yourself how's your social life do you feel that you need to be more social or do you feel like you need to maybe back off a bit and give yourself some space basically honoring your social needs and taking the time out to either if you feel that you need to meet people more meet people more or not meet people taking the time out to say hey no you know what i'm not up for meeting you later or just declining plans and just 
sitting at home and relaxing and spending some time alone. It's about learning to say no and knowing what what you need. There's obviously this thing like now, isn't it? It's FOMO where you feel like you have to do things because it's the fear of missing out. Yeah, definitely. So there's a lot of the time people will ask you to do something and you probably don't really want to do it. But at the same time, you're so scared you're going to miss out. So you just go anyways and force yourself to do it. Mm. And I, I think that that's also comes under this because you're pressuring yourself to do something that maybe you weren't really that into. But just because of this whole thing that's come about, you're forcing yourself and neglecting your needs and not honoring what you truly want to do if that makes sense does that make sense mm. how much do you really want to do it like we... is it just for oh to say i was there do you know yeah, what i mean it's or like, do you think, i didn't miss out anything is there a tangible benefit in this end goal um because we i think we elevate certain things we basically put our happiness in certain things and we think certain things are guaranteed to bring us happiness mm. when actually every situation you're in is a test if you don't find contentment in it for example yeah. like you could you could see a bunch of girls that are constantly going out mm. i don't know every weekend or whatever and you want to be part of that group or whatever mm. um and you think that that's what is going to bring you happiness but then all those people in that group they're whilst they're in that sitting whilst if you were in, to be in that sitting there'd be a million other things going through your mind like oh what's so and so thinking about me or did I flip mm. in do I have food on my face or do you understand <laughs> what I'm trying to say like there's always going to be something unless yeah. you can unless you find contentment in the here and now mm. then you're never going to truly yeah, you'll never really be content with other things if you're not content sorry you're never really going to be content with other things yeah if you're not content with where you're at now yeah exactly yeah. so first my my sort of thinking about it is all is to aim to achieve some sort of contentment now yeah I, and I agree. and through that is the is the the teaching of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. in the sense that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to those who are grateful Definitely. and contentment comes with gratitude so if you're if you're grateful for this this moment here yeah, then he will increase you then, then yeah and 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 truly be grateful not like the empty gratitude where it's like oh i'm just gonna say i'm grateful now so that allah can give me more yeah. no you have to have true gratitude and contentment and and enjoy the enjoy this moment and find like bathe in the stillness of it all bathe in this moment right now yeah um and that way good things will, will be, you will attract good things because you are of a healthy and good mindset um, whilst if you're eager to grasp and, and claw at something that isn't necessarily yours right now, mm. you're going to come across to other people as a very overbearing and eager person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. um, uh, you've seen my, you've seen it when I've sort of wanted to be part of a group of people, whatever, mm. or meet new people, and there is that there's a tendency that I could just start oh i need to message them i need to text them i need to this i need to that mm. whilst actually if you let go you're content yeah. and you're content with whatever decree it is mm. and you shoot your shot and leave the rest of Allah. And if it succeeds Works it succeeds out, yeah. and if it doesn't it doesn't not, yeah but either way you're content with the decree mm. that's the true peace isn't it that's the true serenity that you'll feel yeah yeah i get that yeah i think it's very important to learn to try and be grateful and pleased with where you're at like you said because like you said if you're not pleased with where you're at now then you're never going to be pleased you have to even if it's baby steps we're not saying that yeah everybody's at a stage or we're at a stage in life where we're 100% content 24 7 
but it's about taking the steps to get there and to try to be grateful for the little things in life because I'm sure when there's maybe one thing that's gone wrong there's a million other things that haven't and there's other things that you should be grateful for and you have that somebody else may not have and wishes they had so with that said yeah just a little add-on to the social self-care is make sure that people in your life respect you as a person and value you as much as you value them and this sort of goes down to um knowing who's good for you and who's not so communication is key talk about your feelings if someone hurts you learn how to talk about it in a way that honors your feelings as well as theirs it doesn't need to be done in a horrible harsh abrupt way it can be done in a in a mature kind manner and it's okay to let go of friends if they're no longer nourishing like it's okay to let go of toxic relationships and friendships because at the end of the day there's no point in holding on to something that just doesn't help you become a better person and that's something I think everybody can relate to because I'm sure there's everybody has one person in their life that didn't really do them any good whether it's a friend family member neighbor school school person <laughs> teacher I don't know <laughs> No, um, student, whatever it is, a person in your life that wasn't good for you, everybody has that. Somebody who didn't really treat them well or just made them not feel too good. Learn to let go. You don't have to keep holding on to everybody. Um, But obviously, as Muslims, when it comes to family, it's a little bit more difficult than that. But what I would say is if you are having difficulty or trouble with family, I would say, obviously, don't cut them out. However try to learn to have healthy boundaries and know what works for you and that person to keep the relationship healthy and respectable and what Allah would want it to be but at the same time at a place where you're not being harmed by that person um so yeah make sure like you say your salams you check on the person you see how they are but in terms of maybe letting them know too much about your personal life or your family life or whatever maybe stop and just keep it very friendly but casual um but yeah i can't really talk 100 percent too deeply about that because i'm not really a student of knowledge or a scholar to be telling you how you should be going about things when it comes to your family however like i said it's all about boundaries healthy boundaries but respect as well make sure you keep the respect when it comes to family members um so yeah that's that's um most of them and then the last one is spiritual self-care so we spoke about spiritual self-care briefly and that is just making sure that your ibadah is where it needs to be and i think that's one of the most important important ones because once you have that one in place inshallah you will be able to slowly um slowly better the other areas that need fixing and bettering so yeah like take taking care of your spiritual tank fulfilling your um obligatory ibadah so your prayer making sure you fast during ramadan making sure that you try to pray on time and also if you feel like you can and you have the energy um and you're able to get up at night and try and pray some extra prayer maybe do some uh dua and night maybe do some adhkar try and add something on that you wouldn't usually add when you're feeling low 
and then try and make that something that you stay consistent with or make it a habit uh, anything you want to say Kappa? I feel like you're saying it all mate you came all noted up <laughs> no because I didn't want to I didn't want to speak about self-care as just like oh yeah girls get yourself a face mask and have a bath <laughs> I wanted to actually speak about the deeper the deeper the deeper um gosh I'm the deeper aspects of it <laughs> yeah I'm very tired so I'm not really too on the ball with this podcast am I no you're doing well um I think you've had a lot of people emailing you haven't you on um on the yours truly hidden note email address I just checked it before we recorded Bye. yeah so you had a lot of feedback on that I think it'd be good if um, the listeners sort of hit you up with an email on there regarding this topic yeah and then you could sort of we could respond on to more specific examples uh, because this was like a general opening of of the topic and I think it'd be good to do like Sequel. And deeper, yeah, yeah, like sequels to this, but focusing mm. on each because there's three main aspects you've noted here: so the personal, the social, and the spiritual. Mm. And I think everyone's got different battles with each. Yeah, definitely. Some people are good at other other aspects. Like, for example, someone may be really good at the spiritual aspect of things, but they may lack the social or the physical, and vice yeah. versa. Um, so, uh, you as a man, how do you think self care fits into your life? Uh, is it something that's very important or and we were having this discussion this morning so you better be honest boy boy <laughs> boy um <laughs> i think it does affect men yeah but it depends like like for example when you don't have a haircut you're like oh i don't feel too good oh, i need a haircut that's that's part yeah, of it yeah the problem is haircuts don't last very long <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, um, it's it's a hard time in my life because it's all this transitioning, you know. I've still not really got myself into a decent routine. I don't mm. think I ever will. Mm. Um, I know yeah, some, it's all about routine, isn't it? Yeah, routine is it key when it comes to certain keep. things. Like, I, the brothers that I do go and see, they're very good company and they're very good. Inf- they're a very good influence on me. It's good to have people that are a good influence on you. Mm, uh, because they're good brothers and they look after themselves generally well Um, and I think I think a lot of it is having the energy to do so I think if if I wake up tired then I'm tired the whole day and I can't be bothered to do anything but if I get enough sleep do you ever get enough sleep? sometimes, sometimes (laughs) I get enough sleep and my day is really good because yeah. I've got that sort of energy but see that comes into it that comes into uh... but this is it I think a lot of it for me to it goes back to what I said earlier right there's levels to it mm. so first so I said you can't look after yourself unless your spirituality is there right and mm. for me there's levels to it for example I need to clear up my mental my mental state mm-hmm. and you then, need to declutter basically so yeah so first I clean up my mind yeah right then I increase my abed and my spirituality. Yeah. And thirdly, then I can then I can use that energy to to look after myself. Yeah, I like that. But I what ends up good. happening is that, and it's normal. 
Mm. It's normal. I'm not. This is what goes back to what I was saying before, like not to give up. Like what ends up happening is that you'll get to that stage and then something will happen and then you'll dip on one of them, which causes the rest of the building to collapse. Yeah. And simply, you know, I, I don't. I have no shame in starting up again. I'm not like, oh, I give up. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm yeah. not going to, you know. No, I'll start again. It's about keep trying. Yeah, I try and, up. you know, I try and clear my mind again, get back to that clean slate. Mm. Then I, I increase my uh, iman and increase my spirituality and my ibadah and then I can look after myself mm. you know and it's it's that constant cycle and that constant battle and you know sometimes it lasts you know months sometimes it lasts a few days but it's about mm. constantly re you know getting up again and, and it's not about winning the, the war it's about it, though, standing up yeah the, the fact that you have the the will to keep getting up and, and going is good no it's a good sign it means that you do love yourself enough to keep trying it's you don't ab- give up on yourself for me it's not about that no i for me personally i think it's about knowing what you're here for and knowing that that is the reality of this world hmm. the reality is this, of this world is that you never beat it it's that you're constantly battling the whole you know the fight doesn't end until the day you die that's that's what it is it's about every single goal you have mm-hmm. there is there is no finish line in a sense like you'll never achieve perfection you'll never achieve you know yeah. you should never have a goal in the sense that oh i've got like you should never not have anything to work towards is what i'm basically saying you should always have a goal there'll always be a goal so like let's say you 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 know it could be anything with to do with self care. Well, there's always another thing that you could add to your list of things to do to look after yourself mm. that you're not doing yet, and it's it's otherwise you will falter. You will just you know you. I don't know anyone that can truly say that once they've achieved this particular goal, that's it for them. They've they've achieved life. They've completed things. Oh no, of course. Do you there's always the next step. There's always yeah, the and next you've got to be ready to realize. You've got to be ready to realize that, which means that when you do fail or do stumble or do trip, it's not the end of the world. You can carry on and do something, start up again. Mm. This this dunya is all about getting up and starting again. It isn't about oh, I've completed it. You know, I've completed the video game and that's it. Like no, you just keep going. Every day is another battle, and you just got to be ready for it. Mm. Oh no, look, I've got you thinking now. <laughs> For me, I think... I think I, I'm sort of similar in a sense that when I do recognise that I need to maybe fill my cup and take care of myself, the what, the main ones that obviously do come to mind first is definitely first is ibadah and my connection and relationship with Allah. That's first and foremost because... I'll instantly realize, okay, I'm feeling some type of way. When was the last time I did this? Or when was the last time I maybe read this or listened to this? And then, like you said, after I do all those things and I feel like I've fulfilled some sort of spiritual need to a good standard, I feel feel I'll be able to maybe move on and do something else. But I do think as a woman, I do... Um, find it important as well when it comes to personal care if I'm feeling really low then I will be in the mood to maybe go do a face mask or have a a shower or a bath or whatever just to uplift my mood and sometimes that in itself would help me feel better and ready to maybe do some extra ibadah because I've given myself that time to just unwind and relax and just 
restart and reboot basically obviously we're quite different i mean a man and a woman the the different standards of personal care are going to be quite different depending on what the man's like the woman yeah it's about the small things that you can try and do every day that build up and towards big changes as opposed to waking up and trying to transform your life all in one go like that's not it's not practical and it's not realistic it's about little things that you can do every day um whenever you notice them or wherever you see them it's about those choices every day you're faced with choices and you do have the choice you you realize it like you get up and it it's not about a routine it's about a choice will come to you like you'll be reminded of something like oh maybe i should do this you know maybe i should i don't know flipping i keep saying brush my hair but maybe i should brush my hair oh no i can't be bothered well right there there was a choice you know, mm-hmm. there was a choice there and it's about identifying those choices and forcing yourself to pick that which is better for you as opposed to... Um, what's the easier option out? What's the easier option or... And, and you know, reminding yourself that these little things snowball into a better you and that there'll be a knock-on effect. Like if you do this and you'll feel about you feel a bit better about this and then this will feel... Do you understand? And like what you yeah, said definitely. once about... It's, it's a ripple effect. The you more sa- you... You said once about charging yourself up so you can then serve others well i mean your job as a mother and a wife is to serve others you know i mean serve your family my job as a as a a man a husband and a father is to serve my family Mm. but i can't really execute that well if i'm not first sort of in the right mindset yeah exactly definitely i i know i like to use this example a lot but it's like asking somebody to pour from an empty jug what are you gonna get nothing because there's nothing in that jug so you need to make sure that your your tank is filled and every aspect of that tank is filled so all the all the different um aspects that i listed so physical spiritual emotional are filled for you then to be able to overflow and pour onto others and like you said yeah as a mother it's a huge responsibility to look after a child or children if you're a mother of of many or um more than one um and i think as a mother like i think that's the hardest thing is because your life changes so drastically and your routine is totally different to what it was maybe prior to having children your world just revolves around your children and your kids and you end up sort of not knowing where to fit yourself into those spaces for me, I think the biggest challenge was sleep. I was tired, so or I am still tired at times. So whenever I um, I get that moment to myself where I should be taking care of maybe those those um, those needs of mine, so physical, spiritual, emotional, I kind of just want to sleep because I'm tired. I need to reboost. I need to recharge. I need to gain the energy because I know the next day is going to be the same thing and I'm going to be tired again. So it's yeah, it's all about finding a balance I think especially as a mother and learning and understanding I think it took me a long time for me to finally understand that I need to also make myself a priority because I ended up just putting our our child first you family and forgetting about myself and just going okay next week next month tomorrow I'll do this whenever I have the, the energy I'll do that instead it should be even if it's five ten minutes taking time out for myself refueling myself to then be able to compose myself and go back to doing what I is I need to do for you guys 
because and I'm sure you've seen it where there's been times when I've been frustrated or agitated and that's mainly because I'm lacking in one of those places mainly because I'm probably really tired and I'm I'm probably a bit grouchy and moody or maybe because I'm hungry I haven't had time to maybe sit down and actually eat and enjoy a meal because I've just been running around all day or maybe because it's been a while since I last showered and I'm a bit grumpy about it and I don't feel too too nice do you know what I mean mm. <laughs> No, but you get what I'm trying to say. Like, the way you treat yourself is going to reflect how you are with others. Because if you don't feel good, happy, uplifted, and you don't really treat yourself well, you're not really going to be in the mood to put a front on and be all cheery and happy to other people. You're just going to be grumpy and not happy. So it's all about you looking after yourself and realizing that when you make yourself a priority that is you also putting others first because you're trying your best to give them the best version of you so yeah i think that's really important especially for mamas out there so mothers if you're listening please 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 take some time out for yourself even if it's five minutes every morning or every night or when the when your children or child naps even if it's just having a cup of tea if that's what makes your day have a cup of tea have a quick shower, go brush your hair, go brush your teeth, go have something to eat. Do something that you feel will help you feel better and don't feel guilty about it because that's something as well is when you take time out for yourself, you end up feeling so guilty because you're like, oh, I could be doing the laundry or I could be spending more time with my child or my husband or doing whatever it is, but forgetting that you're human, you have needs, you need to fulfill them too because at the end of the day, if you don't fulfill your own needs, nobody else is going to do them for you. I don't like the idea of of somebody waiting for somebody else to fulfill them. And I, w- I, I mean, I have, I, I was that person at some point where I would, you'd wait for somebody else to give you happiness or to, to basically make you feel complete. But at the end of the day, it's not down to, it's not somebody else's responsibility. It's yours. You're responsible for yourself and your happiness and nobody's going to be able to love yourself look after yourself uplift yourself like you so why leave that down to somebody else because in some cases you may be waiting forever because there's never going to be someone who's going to do that for you so you have to learn to do it yourself and that's something I learned quite recently as well because I felt I feel like I used to um I used to maybe rely on other things a lot and I'd say but maybe this is why I'm sad or this is what needs to happen or this is this is this is only realizing that actually no it's got nothing to do with those things but me like you said earlier it's a choice it's a choice I'm making and I can change those choices the ones that I make that tend to maybe bring me down for something better and make it something healthier and more positive would you agree definitely when that choice when that choice uh, presents itself to you you've got to have something that will always remind you to make the right choice and to force yourself to do that which is better and it's all about long term thinking isn't it it's all about doing yeah, that which planning is planning ahead doing that which your future self will thank you for yes 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 I totally agree with that so do you uh, with me saying what I just said do you think you see that do you yani, do you uh, agree that you can notice a difference when I've taken time out for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good mood. 
happy, more more positive, less having a go at me. That kind of thing. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Let's not start. <laughs> um, but yeah, on a serious note though, guys. This podcast, like I said before, is is mainly about me wanting to help other women. I'm not too sure if brothers listen to this, but if you do, inshallah, you find benefit too. Um, however, it's mainly for helping and uplifting women because I myself have been in these places or I'm still in these places and I'm trying to get to a better place. And it's just about making a community for everybody to feel safe, validated, uplifted, motivated and inspired. Because I myself sometimes find myself in a rut and in, in a place where I feel like I'm stuck and I need... I need to talk to somebody or I need to listen to something that would validate how I feel or give me some understanding and make me feel like I'm not alone. So with that said, I hope you guys have benefited from this podcast. It has been a bit of a mishmash. I've been a bit of a shambles. I'm a bit tired, guys, so do forgive me for not making sense in some of it. But I do hope you have been able to find some benefit in it, like I said, and to any women who are listening out there please do take time out for yourself and men please do take time out for yourself fill your cup so you can then help others and be the best version of yourself for your family for your children for your wife for your husband for your mother for your father for whoever it is that deserves the best version of you um any last words make sure you uh send your emails to i forgot the email what is it? Yours truly hidden at tr- gmail.com? Yeah. <laughs> it should be in the doobly doop, the description. It will be. Um, please do leave us feedback and please, guys, send in your um, suggestions on this topic or in general what you would like to hear from me or us. Um, with that said, I would like to quickly add on there that this podcast was sponsored by Golden Bee Skin. So if you guys check their Instagram out, it is just, let me just spell it out for you guys. It's just how you, I literally said it. So golden, J-O-L-D-E-N-B-B-E-E-G-O-L. You said J. Oh no. <laughs> you said golden. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows you how tired I am. Golden Bee Skin, guys. It'll be in the description box below. But it's basically a brand that sells natural skincare products. And oh my gosh. Allahumma barak. This stuff is amazing. Um, I kindly got sent two beautiful essential oils from them. And the one that I, the two that I got sent was the Rose Gold Drops and the Night Glow Drops. Guys, I kid you not. When I wear the Night glow drops the next morning my skin just looks so radiant um and i also like to do the rose gold drops if my skin feels really like dry or if i'm going to put makeup on i use it as a base but yeah so check their page out one it's so beautiful and so aesthetically pleasing and two like i said their products are really 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 nice stuff and they're all natural as well which is really good so yeah, please do check their stuff out, inshallah. Give them a follow. Get ordering because their products are the bomb.com. And um, yeah, like I said, leave me your feedback, inshallah. Again, it's Golden Bee Skin, not Jolden Bee Skin. <laughs> With that said, assalamu alaikum.